1: Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Glam Squad Confidential, where we talk to the best and brightest of Hollywood makeup artists, nail artists, hairstylists, facialists. We have a very special guest today, but first, let me welcome... My co pilot on the beauty plane, Mr. Travis Cronin, on the mic.
2: Hello, happy to be co piloting with you. I really do learn so much on this podcast. It's just lovely every week.
1: Well, you know, Trav, you are, I think, I can say this with all honesty that you are like a bigger beauty junkie than me. Yeah, it may be true. It may which, be true. Which is really saying something, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, I I think that you are more obsessed with your skin than with any other part. Is that true? I mean, I don't know. Because your hair looks pretty fab. Your nails are always perfectly done.
2: I mean, it's the biggest organ, the foundation. Nothing is looking good without it. So even if I want to ignore it, it's a bad move. You got to start with the skin.
1: That is so true. That is so true. But, you know... Today, we have a guest where it's like my favorite worlds collide. And I feel like you might feel this way, too, a little bit, because, I mean, you did take a lot of dance classes as a child, didn't you? For sure. (laughs) I mean, you took them all. Like, you were thinking that you might be on a, you know, Dancing with the Stars kind of a show or, you know, like your mom was definitely a dance mom when you were growing up.
2: Yeah, more America's Best Dance Crew than Dancing with the Stars, but yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, as we all know, all methodologies of dance start with ballet as their foundation. Did you know that? I sure it's, did. It's it's true. And like people who follow me on Instagram and you guys who please follow me at Gwen underscore beauty. And of course, you can always get a good giggle out of following Travis at at Hey Trav Hey, and often hey. he reposts his TikTok dance videos. <laughs> Are you Hey Trav Hey on TikTok as well?
2: I'm Hey Trav Hey, but also TikTok Travis.
1: <laughs> oh, you have two. You have two TikToks. Yeah,
2: you can do sort of two names on that.
1: Interesting. Interesting. One account, two names. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Well, today we have on the show like one of my. I'm obsessed with him. Jordan Samuel. Is it Pacitti or Pacitti? How do I pronounce it, Jordan? Pacitti. Pacitti. That's what I thought. I'm going to Italy next week, guys. We'll get into that a little (gasps) bit later. But Jordan Samuel Pacitti was... A professional ballet dancer we're gonna talk all about that I'm obsessed with ballet and when he retired because you know like things happen to ballet dancers in their bodies so they usually don't dance for their whole lives they retire from the ballet he actually became an esthetician and then launched a skincare line that I am obsessed with I personally use and finish which you know when you're a beauty editor you guys it's my job to test a bunch of products it's very very rare that I get empties and then get like my heart starts beating fast like I start thinking like how am I going to get a refill of this product so Jordan's line is called Jordan Samuel skin and it has the most amazing hyaluronic acid products called hydrate skin serum that like I I mean, I finish, I finish bottles and bottles of it. And then I call Jordan and I'm like, we hook a girl up with the hydrate. But Jordan, welcome. Thank you for being with us today. (laughs) Welcome, Jordan.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
1: So tell us a little bit about the line. And to tell us about the line, you have to tell us about your trajectory and like, First, like regale us with the dancing and then go into why you decided to be an esthetician and where the products were born out of because they are so uniquely fabulous. And before I go on, there are so many celebrity fans of your brands, including Julia Stiles, who I think just has like one of the best complexions in Hollywood. And Adam Rippon, who, you know, we all have Olympic fever right now. But not only is Adam Rippon like one of the most amazing Olympic figure skaters in the world but he is also a bigger beauty junkie than we are travis because if you will remember when he came to the office to film a video he raided the beauty closet and it was one of the best videos i ever filmed.
2: i taught him how to do a spray tan and use highlighter he was really just a baby gay in that thing he was all about skincare (laughs) but not about the extras but yeah that skin looked amazing jordan yes uh
0: so yeah so as you said, I my whole life was dance. I started studying, not super seriously, but studying when I was seven years old, probably. Um, I moved away from home at 15 to study at the School of American Ballet. Um, that's where I completed my training and then got my first job at Pacific Northwest Ballet in Seattle at 18 and moved across the country then. This is the obnoxious part of my skin ballet story, which is... <laughs> Growing up, I had no skin issues. You know, you always hear those stories of people got into skin because of the issues they had in their formative teenage years. I had none of that. My skin was fine. So I knew nothing about anything. I couldn't tell you anything about a cleanser, a toner, a moisturizer, nothing. My skin was fine. Then I started dancing professionally and doing about eight shows a week, wearing stage makeup, taking it off, putting it back on, taking it off, putting it back on. And because i didn't know anything i was using this is so i still remember this the you know the like disgusting hot pink generic antibacterial soap that's in you know any bathroom in america yeah.
1: like bar soap no you didn't use that on your face oh. airports yes
0: exactly and yes that's what took my makeup off it certainly took my makeup off and like everything else with it and so then exactly. my skin was a mess it was broken down it was red it was irritated it was dehydrated so i you get, at least in Pacific Northwest Valley in Seattle, we get something called, I, don't, I think it's different now, but it used to be uh, sort of maintenance money. And most answers oh. would spend it on massage. <laughs> um, I would get facials because my because I was wrecking my own skin.
1: Yeah. You and, were like, you were like, let me get, I'm gonna get a Theragun. I'm gonna get a one-time charge to I like get like get the kinks out of my muscles, and I'm gonna spend all of my money on facials.
0: <laughs> exactly. If I should have, that's what I actually should have I didn't get the damn Theragun. I should have gotten the Theragun <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> oh, if I could turn back time. Um, and so I was spending money on facials and it was really helping my skin. I loved everything about it. I love the relaxation aspect, I love the result aspect. And then I love sort of figuring out the products too. Like what was working on my skin, what wasn't, what ingredients were working, what wasn't. And as this was happening, I wasn't thinking about a second career yet. It was just what I was doing with my day in and day out life. Um, So there was already a a beauty junkiness starting within me or a serious interest in skin and skincare. Um, And then... In two years, two years apart, I broke my right foot and then I came back and then I broke my left foot. It was truly like I had just come back, like got it together and then broke the other foot. So I was out for a long time. And that was when I really spent time looking at, okay, what does a second career look like for me in my life? Like, what is that? Is that um, staying in the dance world? Is that becoming a choreographer? Is that becoming a ballet teacher? Is that maybe going to be a director, ballet master, et cetera? And I was drawn to beauty, everything about it, products, um, getting the treatments, all of that. And so around the time that I started seriously looking, a brand new large aesthetic school opened very close to me in Seattle. And about a year and a half before retiring, I made the plans that I was going to retire from the ballet, go to aesthetic school, like almost directly out of retirement, um, get my esthetician's license and start working hands-on. Already knowing at that time that I was so in love with products and what they were doing for my skin that I wanted the long-term goal of a product line. Um,
1: I mean, you're very, very good at making plans. I do have to say. It's like, I don't know that many people think that far ahead. It's awesome.
0: It was. And I honestly didn't have at that point many people for me to look up. There was a few, certainly. Um, My business partners husband was actually a former soloist in the company and he has become an attorney. And so I did watch him sort of plan through his retirement into school, getting that all figured out. Um, but outside of that, I didn't really have many, and I certainly didn't have anybody going and starting their own business. Um, but yeah, but planning, I had to, because I, I knew that leaving the ballet was going to be such a, for lack of a better term, painful experience because you're sort of grieving your own death while you're alive of one career. Sure. And then so it's a really strange experience that I know oh, a lot of dancers go through.
1: Definitely. And all professional athletes, really, because yeah. the careers are sort of... There's a, there's an expiration date. You start when you're very young and then you sort of have to kind of professionally retire at a young age or keep breaking your feet, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I went right to aesthetic school, got my aesthetics license, started working at a large spa in Seattle, Um, then I really wanted to be in skin. And so when you're working at a spa, you're doing skin, you're doing waxing, you're doing body treatments. And I wanted facials. I was was hands-on for facials. That's what I wanted to do. And I wasn't doing enough of that. So I actually left that about a year into it and started. Kate Somerville actually took me under her wing. Oh, how great. I know if there's anybody to like take you under their wing. Yeah. And uh she uh I started training for the Kate Somerville skincare line in the northwest region. And that was when I started to get sort of a little bit of everything, right? I had done facials, I was in the treatment room, I then had my own private practice at the same time, and I was working on training for product. So everything was sort of again, it's easy to look back now and see that the dots were connecting and everything was lining up sure. at that time. Wasn't really thinking about that. Um Started doing my private practice. Then I started looking for products to purchase for a private practice. At that time, I don't know if it's any better now, but the buy ins for some of these large product lines that you would like to use are enormous because they want to go into a large spa, not necessarily a private practice. So for me, all I could think of was, you know something that Oprah talked has talked about, which is invest in yourself. And I was like, yeah, if I'm going to spend this much on a buy-in for a product line, why wouldn't I just invest that in myself and start the product line years earlier than I thought I would, but let's just get it going. Right. And that was sort of how things happened. I mean, that was obviously ballet into esthetician, into starting the line, but that was the whole history behind that.
1: It's amazing. And so would you say that your philosophy really starts with cleansing since that was like your specific issue that kind of inspired this whole love of skincare products?
0: Yes. Cleansing. Cleansing is so fundamental for skin and for skincare because it can really make or break your routine. If you're doing it... Well, either way, if you're using something that's too stripping and too drying for your skin, you're going to start off Going with an uphill battle. Right. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And your serums and moisturizers are going to have to work twice as hard just to simply hydrate those surface layers that you've dehydrated. or simultaneously you're using something just way too rich for your skin and maybe leaving too much moisture behind. And maybe that's also exacerbating breakouts. So cleansing for me is the cornerstone. It's a big part of the philosophy. It it should be a big part of everybody's regimen. Yes. People always say, yes, it's something you rinse down the sink. It is. It doesn't mean you have to spend a hundred dollars on a cleanser. Certainly there's many budget friendly options out there, but cleansing to me is one of the most important things, especially, when I was dealing with stage makeup and not removing it properly, it was, yeah, a total light bulb moment.
2: And how do you apply hyaluronic since you're, you know, have the best in the biz? How do you apply it? Do you warm up your fingers? Is it right after your cleanser? Do you do a toner? I know every skin is different, but what do you recommend?
0: So every skin is different. And, and, and regardless, whether you're using a toner or whether it's just going to be on bare skin, to me, hyaluronic or any humectant, glycerin, aloe, hyaluronic on a damp skin. You know, it, it wants oh. to hold on. After an essence,
2: odor. right? Yeah. Always yeah. after like an yeah. essence.
0: Or even, even if you weren't doing that in your routine, just a damp skin out of the shower, like lightly. But getting it on so it's holding on to water, which is right. what it's meant to be doing. Um, right. And I find that that's actually a lot of people who have trouble with humectants, with hyaluronic acid, usually they're doing it bone dry that can work on some skin in some you know new york city this time of year it's not going to matter it's so humid out like <laughs> you're fine but if you're, in the, if you're in the desert put it on a damp skin and put something on top and you'll be golden
1: got it now i do think that your hydrate is like your store product but fight me I mean, what what would you say? Is it your is it your star product, or what is your star product? <laughs>
0: so hydrate for years has been our best selling product, except for the past year. But when it's not the best selling product in a month, it's number two. So it's right. usually like number one or number two. So when the year finishes, hydrate serum is always going to be the number one best selling, and it is because it's a humectant product that works that everybody from oily, acne prone to super dry, dehydrated, sensitive can use it. It's fragrance free. It's really easy to use. You can mix it into products. You can layer it. It's, but it is. It it certainly is. Our uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) well, this year you launched a cleanser for the body that really, I mean, in my opinion, I've tried it. It's basically equates the level of care and self care that a cleanser for the for the face. Um, Gives me and and so, you know, what do you think? It's like most people aren't really treating their bodies The way that they treat their faces and I think that that's sort of very It equates to ballet in the ballet ballet world because you know ballet dancers have the most beautiful bodies of anybody long Lean muscular. It's like everybody wants a body like a ballet dancer. That's always What people say they want is those long lean muscles so when you're taking care of the skin on your body like what did you put into this cleanser and how would you suggest people make the skin on their bodies as like sleek and beautiful as the skin on their faces?
0: Okay. First of all, I love this question because I will follow group after group on Facebook or just comments on Instagram where people have dialed in their facial skincare routine. They know what's up. They know the proper cleansing, they're moisturizing, they're using their serums, they're wearing their sun protection. And then they talk about using, you know, their body is completely like dry, dehydrated. They're using this really stripping soap. They're not using a body moisturizer. I'm thinking like, it's the same thing. Like just use, I mean, don't use your facial. I mean, you could, if you want, that's very extravagant. Um, but like just choose better body products and, and do a full routine for your body, especially if you're, if you're struggling with it. So for me, um, Another one of our star products is our after show cleansers, which are Mm -hmm. sort of a makeup removal first cleanse, a gel to oil cleanser. Um, And I really, I was seeing a lot of oil body cleansers on the market, which I do love. But when you use them, they do also foam up a bit. I wanted a true gel to oil body cleanser. And I knew there was going to be a learning curve with this product. There still is. But the people that love it, it, they can't get enough of it. And yeah, so it's it's truly a gel to oil body cleanser. You can massage it on dry body, dry hands before you get into the shower. Step into the shower, have the water turn it into a milk, and it's the super like luxurious yeah. experience. Or just use it in the shower, and it immediately turns into milk. I always say to just you know use it with your hands; you get more bang for your buck. But body care is really hard for people to get into. It's funny they they've now sort of gravitated where they're good with the décolleté. But yep. we've stopped. We've we've done like four heads of décolleté, and we sort of stopped. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so that's it. And maybe hand, <laughs> maybe hands. Like I've seen some people do some nice hand creams or uh, SPF on their hands, but. Again, it's going to be the same thing. Even if it's just a a shower gel or a moisturizing shower gel, a, a much more gentle nourishing body cleanser for the body, especially because I think so many... Listen, I love a hot shower. I know it's not like the greatest thing for your skin, but in the dead of winter in New York, I want to be in a hot shower. I am going to offset that by using something like our body cleanser or a really beautiful nourishing moisturizing body cleanser. And similar to the hyaluronic usage moisturizing my body after a shower on damp skin with like a body oil, having that body oil seal in the water that you have, not allowing the body uh, to dry um, and then going in with your moisturizer. It's not going to be super detrimental. If you don't, you just are going to get more from your products, especially on the body. If you're applying it to a damp, it doesn't have to be soaking wet, but slightly damp skin.
1: I I
2: like that. The oil and water sounds tough though. Isn't that a little messy? No, it's
0: super because if you, again, don't be like sopping wet, but if you have just like lightly pat it yourself, towel dry, and then as you massage the oil in, they do combine on the skin and it leaves your skin really nice and hydrated and not greasy. It's, it is way less messy than it does sound.
1: (laughs) But you can keep your oil next to your shower so you can do it right in your shower and then it's going to lock in all that moisture. Well, part of your philosophy that I've always really loved too, Jordan, is that you like to cocktail products. You like to layer. And I think that that's really cool. So like layering the the oil over the water and then layering on your body moisturizer. And I have found this summer, and again, you might find me, you might tell me I'm totally wrong, but I've been using the hyaluronic acid yours and then your retinol oil on oh, yeah. top and that's it and no moisturizer because i find that it's like the lightness is just really nice in the summer um do you think that's a good combination
0: i love that because you know what you're doing with that too is you 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 have humectants and emollients and so for the most part you don't have a full moisturizer you, you know you're missing a but like well, you're not missing anything but you're, you're creating sort of your own moisturizer by layering those products. I um, know I absolutely love layering, and I love. I mean, who doesn't love a good cocktail? And then I we, all, cocktail we all we all love.
1: I mean, we all love good cocktails. So that like a little HA serum and a light oil is kind of like a champagne cocktail. It's kind of like oh. a light effervescent, right? I I'm yeah. so jealous you thought
0: of that. Oh my god, I
2: love that.
1: Yeah. So There's what would be
2: duo product? That's true.
1: <laughs> what would be like the Negroni of skincare cocktails?
0: Okay. So Negroni, I feel like we should do it. It's going to have to be like a three-parter, right? It's an equal parts in a way, but we have a product. We have an, I'm Italian American and we have an Italian collection. And one of our products is called Ciero Antioxidante Antioxidant Serum. So I think the Negroni would absolutely include that layering maybe actually, you know what you could layer it with hydrate because the antioxidant serum is almost like a booster. It's a dry oil feeling. So Mm. you can layer hydrate facial serum the mm. antioxidant serum, and then our performance cream, and just do this this sort of sandwich of... And honestly, it could be in a way equal parts. You know, of course, I'm thinking way too literal now with the Negroni. Of like I like it. I like it. A, like a it. gin, to vermouth, to Campari <laughs> <laughs> equal parts. But um, I think that would be something that sort of like a, everything's a little bit different in there, but they combine together to like create a perfect, beautiful cocktail. So I, I would say that.
1: I love it. And what would be an Aperol Spritz?
0: <laughs> well, oh, I can go on and on with this. I know these are good though. These are these are tricky. The aperol spritz. I feel like I'm going to go more in the direction of the like hydrate facial serum. Oh no, you know what? It needs it needs the double. It needs the the hydrate sandwich. So you need our hydrate mist, <laughs> oh, and while the skin is damp with that, which is almost like an essence product, then the hydrate facial serum, and then maybe. I think April Spritz light and bright though. So then maybe like our performance cream, which is really light. So, so the double hydration, hydrate, the mist, hydrate facial serum, and then our performance cream.
2: Nice. Oh my God. I like,
1: I really like this game. Now, can you tell where my mind is at? Because Same. I, I am taking my first vacation in two years, my first proper vacation. And I'm going to Italy next week. I'm going to Capri for the first time. So, I am obsessed with like, I'm thinking about Negronis and and Aperol Spritzes and a, a Campari Spritz, you know? Mm. But here is what I have to ask you What should my skincare routine be on the plane, especially so, in the summer? So, I am
0: some, so I'm really weird with plain skincare. What I personally recommend, because the air can get so dry up there, and especially with COVID, I like a really good routine right before so maybe it's right before you get in the car before you go to the airport you know maybe you don't want to do it in an airport bathroom but maybe right before you get in the car to the airport and then sort of immediately upon arrival um, that way you're like there's less things you're touching there's less things you're like getting into and then there's less things that could potentially interfere with that super dry cabin air in a plane so what i like to do is extreme layering in this instance so if you're flying during the day you know, start with a good cleanser and then maybe even do a few layers like the um, Korean Seven Skins method where you're just even layering the same product. So like layer upon layer of something like the Hydrate Facial Serum just to create that juiciness, um, putting a really great moisturizer on top locking it in with an oil um, if it's going to be nighttime. And just so you're just going to have a ton of cushiony goodness there. Yep. Of course, if you're doing it during the day, always finish with an SPF. Um, and then something like when you when you get there, do a really good double cleanse and then maybe sit with a sheet mask, a really hydrating sheet mask or uh, a really hydrating gel mask or cream mask. Let that sit on, sort of revitalize, plump the skin up and then, and then go about the, your normal routine. And I'm so jealous you were going to my most favorite place in the world. I've never, I've never been.
1: I've never been. So I know. So you're going to have to tell me all the places and things that I need to do. I can't oh. wait. <laughs> now, Travis, since it is summertime, Travis here is a very, very big self tanner. He's really into self tanning,
2: self tan and tan tour right on top of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What specific skincare product should he be using? First of all, to like make sure his self-tan stays even, and also so that it goes on evenly.
0: Okay. Yes. So first things first, is a really great body exfoliant, of course, prior to mm-hmm. self-tanning. But what I find that people get wrong with that step is they use body scrubs that are too oily or too rich, which, while lovely, can leave a ton of moisture behind, which yeah, can can actually create like unevenness. So you, funny enough talking about Kate Somerville, she used to make, they don't make it anymore. They used to have exfoliate for the body. And it was for me, the gold standard for a pre. uh,
2: I loved that one. I remember
0: that. (laughs) It was not oily. It rinsed clean. Um, Something that actually I've been using and I adore this person, but Norma Kamali has a line and, uh, She has a new uh, scrub out. I think it's called Smooth. Um, And it's like charcoal and ground up olive pits. And it rinses clean. And so it's like a a body scrub and a cleanser. That would be great. Not, I mean, you could use it on your face. It it is meant for face and body. But knees, elbows, really making sure you're getting all those places. Mm -hmm. And then depending on what the application is, because what's lovely about all the chemistry advancements with, uh, self tanning is, you know, there's the towels and then there's the thing with the loofah, and then there's the oils and then there's the lotions, um, find the one that works for you obviously, and just really make sure you are like going over everything really well and places that maybe get a little like touch and go, which for me was always my hands and my knuckles. I do those last just because, especially if you're using like a towelette or something, so do it, you know, more on the torso, more on the legs, more on the arms, which it's much easier to hide um, any sort of mistakes. And then finish around knuckles, ankles, feet, hands. um, And then always obviously washing the hands when you're finished, just to make sure that you have no weird
2: um, lines there. Um, And then always- always impossible. (laughs) almost impossible to not have a little messed up thing on the hands. Impossible. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i mean this has just been like a wealth of knowledge i can't even those are tips those soft town tips are things i've never heard before of course
0: yeah but super like super easy right and it's it's things that we don't think of but then that's what i started doing i'm like oh right I'm my hands look so bad where that's going last. Like the application, I take a
2: pumice part. stone to my knuckles and heels and knees and elbows before I do it. I don't just exfoliate, I'm taking that pumice stone, I'm getting it all <laughs> off. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> screw <laughs> the body scrub, yeah. give me the rock. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> so yes, body scrub or rock, either or.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, Jordan, what is your website, jordansamuelskin.com?
0: Yep, jordansamuelskin.com. dot
1: and it's also jordan samuel skin on Instagram, right? Or is it yep. just jordan samuel? Yeah, no, jordan, jordan samuel skin. And are you still doing your Tuesday talks?
0: I do. I don't do them every Tuesday, depending on what my schedule is. But for the most part, I love sitting down, having a martini on Instagram with everybody, and talking skin. Tuesday talks.
1: I have I have learned like a bunch of amazing tips during Tuesday talks too. So everybody, you guys should follow jordan on instagram and check out tuesday talks thank you so much for joining us today and thank you so much listeners for listening to this episode of glam squad confidential we will have a new episode for you next week until then go to usmagazine.com stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long and until next week stay gorgeous